welcome to Scatterbrained Podcast, episode 134. How you doing? Okay, I'm doing okay. How's it going with you? It's going all right, going all right, man. I've been, this week's been a little, little crazy. They were working on the roof the last several days and it drives me nuts. Having people up on your roof banging away, trumping everywhere. I had to leave. It was pretty bad. Not bad, but hard to focus. Sounds luxurious. <laughs> luxurious <laughs> having people working on your roof for four days straight yeah so luxurious. sitting there sitting there while they're doing hard manual labor while you're in the home that you own listening to your house be repaired by others yeah that sounds awesome you know what uh, i'm not discounting that part of it you're right but having to work to make all that happen it's hard to work sure you know sure even even the hard-working work their way into being the one percent you know congratulations okay <laughs> all right there <laughs> the one percent the one percent doesn't mean that they just don't work either you know a lot of them work pretty hard but you just yeah. don't swindle people right there's no pyramid scheme going or ponzi scheme so you're, you're good have i mentioned that i've taken up a new endeavor i'm oh, selling God, um, aromatherapy candles and oh, if you and you just if you just have to get 10 people under you yeah exactly so okay what are you what are you doing tonight i can i can show you the product catalog if you'd like apparently i'm gonna have a really really nice smelling room pretty soon but <laughs> eesh remember um what was that amway remember amway yes i do remember that that was a total pyramid scheme oh they all are man there was one friend of mine that was he was doing something. He was looking for a job, but he didn't want to work. You know, one of those. And he ended up going to this seminar. And I drove him because he didn't have a car or something. And I don't know. It was supposed to be this 40-minute thing or whatever. And I remember him trying to sell me these knives. It was knives. And they wanted him to buy something crazy. Like, oh, you know, you, you, you get your sales package or whatever. It's only for the little price of $1,000 or something, right? Just something where they make you buy to get in on it. Very right. strange. What a scam. Yeah, kind of. Now, those Wyndham resorts, you know, where you buy in to get the uh, the nice places when you go travel and stuff, really good prices. Uh, that's definitely not a pyramid scheme, but they they pressure you big time. Oh, like, yes. You just go to we go to one of their places and they even have like part of their, their um, building or hotel, former hotel, whatever, their condos, whatever, because they have all kinds of different properties that you can like rent for however long you want. They just have to be available. You know what I mean? Yeah. And some are hit, some are miss, right? You know, but um, they do kind of pressure you. And apparently my sister and brother-in-law were here um, for the last four nights, five days. And they stayed at one downtown that was fucking awesome, dude. That place was cool. That was a, uh, and I, I posted some, some, I posted some clips on Instagram of me just walking down the hallway. Cause it was, the carpet was awesome. It was all decked out like 1920 style, this old building. So when you walked, it creaked like big time. It was fucking cool. I love that place. Yeah, it's definitely not a kind of pressure you sort of thing. I made the mistake one time when I was in Hawaii of of signing up for one of those because they had this deal where, hey, come listen to our bullshit spiel for half an hour or whatever it was. And we'll like get paid for my rental car. And I think I even got like a free like kayak trip out of it or something. It was pretty good. And I ended up going and it was not worth my that hour of time that it took me to deal with it for me to like get my ass up off the beach and like 
have to truck to the truck to the car to go drive a couple miles away and then go sit there knowing it doesn't matter. You tell them, yeah, dude, I told them I'm literally here just for the free stuff. <laughs> Don't talk to me. They just kept going. It was like, <laughs> they just, they, they wouldn't, it's like, they almost wouldn't let you leave. And it's like, okay, I'm leaving now after their whole little deal, you know? So there's no kind of pressure. Now, the Did thing you is, is, what's that? Did you get free stuff? Oh, yeah. You got, yeah, I got my oh, rental okay. car. Yeah, it was like, a, I got a rental car for like days, dude, three or four days. I Like, I used it for that, you know? It was like, in the grand scheme, like financially, I guess it was worth it because it was definitely for one hour, you know, one hour of my time or whatever. But experience wise, sure. like my that hour of life that I lost to that, not worth it. They said this place downtown, though, um, it was one of one of the places because there are some that they don't pressure you as much. And they said this place, they haven't been as pushy as usual. They didn't like you ask them to come to a seminar or anything like that. They just left them alone, which is awesome. Mm. Yeah, you, I see a lot of that stuff those signups for those things at like the fair and I just never, it's not, I don't know. It's not worth my time, I guess, but Hey, it's expensive, dude. Yeah, it is. But I guess it's sort of like a, an asset, right? you like, it has, you have a value to it and you can transfer it. You can sell it. Right. I mean, it's actually like a tent, not a tangible thing, but like in a way, something that has a value to it. Right. You, yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of exactly what it is. Wyndham. Right. So, but um, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, I wouldn't want to have to sit through those things. But if you travel a lot, it's probably something that's worth it. Because every place I've been to those four or five of them now have all been awesome, dude. They have like some of them have like big freaking awesome bathtubs, full kitchen, full fridge. You know, that's that's where you want to be. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially like you have kids or whatever or dogs, or pets, whatever. Having those those suites, you know, or not a suite, but like a little, almost like a little condo, or like an apartment. That's key condos cottages like apartment buildings that they they modified you know made made nice i guess i, I love the way that place was all decked out 1920 style it was really cool and then they had that that was halloween pictures where you walk by and the face changes turns yeah. into a ghost or a skeleton or something they had those things everywhere i was like this place is fucking cool that's awesome you know what i saw today i saw a guy driving around with a giant michael myers like window cling in his in his seat in his car like that's the awesome window. Like life size, it was awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. You know what we saw? We went to the uh, Midway Museum. I've never been there. That was my first time. But uh, on the way back, we saw this dude riding his bike with his friend. They're cruising along this downtown, and one guy had a rack on the back, and he had like a full size like human skeleton just kicking back on the back, like he's riding with him. It was so funny. That's awesome. I've my neighbor does that. He actually has a whole a couple neighbors I've seen do this now. But the one guy I'm thinking of, he has like a little bench set out he's got two skeletons are dressed up in i think one of them's got a hawaiian shirt another guy the other one's got like a dress on or something they got cocktails in their hands it's pretty cool halloween yep awesome you know what i saw did you know there's a new halloween movie yes is it rob zombie or no no it's um no it's not a rob zombie it's the guy no it's the guy who did was it zach schneider was it a zach schneider one or no? I don't think. It's the guy, I think, who did MacGruber or something. Oh, I don't know. Like, apparently he does some good movies. Apparently he does some good movies and some not-so-good movies. You know, like, entertaining ones and ones that are just... I, well, although I like MacGruber. It's con it's considered a bad movie, but I like it. MacGruber's cool. He's fine. David Gordon Green. That was who the director was. There you go. There you go. Did he do... Did he do... Um, did he do that movie, MacGruber? That seems weird that he do MacGruber in Halloween. Let me see here. Let's look at his IMDb. 
Um, Maybe it's Halloween, very diverse. That'd be very diverse. Kills. Um, Halloween ends. He's done a bunch of other ones. I'm skipping all them. I don't read every single one. I haven't heard a lot. Of oh, he's movies. done a bunch of Halloween. He's done a bunch of the Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looks like three. Really? Um, wow. You said, when, when did McGruber? Whenever McGruber come out? Oh, geez, I don't know. Two thousand nine, eight, something like that. 2007, maybe? I'm not sure. I mean, he's done a lot of stuff. It's just stuff I've not heard of. Ooh, he's do- there's a remake of The Exorcist coming in 2023. He's doing oh. it. Okay. Maybe that'll be good. Maybe he didn't do Maybe he didn't do MacGruber. <laughs> he did Pineapple Express. I know he's done some cheesy ones. Oh, so he has done those kind. Okay, there you yeah, go. That looks like the only... And again, I've not seen a lot of these movies. I've never even heard of them. So, well, Name a couple. Okay, well, aside from his shorts, like just going to like looks like full lengths, George Washington from 2000, never heard that. All the Real Girls, 2003, Undertow, Snow Angels, Pineapple Express, that's probably the only one I've heard of. Uh, that was 2008, yeah, Her Highness, The Sitter, Eastbound and Down. Oh, I've heard of that series. Sounds like they're all kind of younger people type of, you know, probably teenage He's movies. One, two, three Halloweens. Oh, okay. And now apparently The Exorcist. Well, I I saw it. I saw it. The remake? The remake, yeah. Halloween ends. Oh, no. I meant Exorcist. Oh, no. That's in 2003. I'll watch that, though. I'll go see that. 2003? 2023. 2023. Sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, next year. Okay. So next year. It hasn't come out yet. So introduce this, uh, what we're going to do now. We're going to do something different, aren't we? Yeah, we, we, you know, we do a lot of reviews and we try to keep things fresh, you know, new, new things. We try to stick to the new, new current year when we do album reviews. We're going to change something out this week. It's not really when I suggested this to you, not really so much as a a review. It's just breaking out of the usual and just throwing something at some at the other one to see if it sticks May or may not have given them a, given it a chance or even heard of it, but I thought this was kind of cool. And uh, yeah, it's a cool concept. Uh, review each other's like albums that we kind of grew up with, older albums um, that we liked. I guess it doesn't matter what time frame, but something we used to listen to at some point in the past and we liked, or something we want other people to hear. I don't know, whatever. He picks one for me, I pick one for him. And what are we starting off with? <laughs> So like I said, we're trying something new. We're getting close to the time of year where I'm going to have to start going back to re-listen to albums in preparation for a year-end episode. And honestly, dude, I was thinking about this the other day. You and I talked about it briefly as well. I don't really recall many of the albums that we reviewed this year, just like right off the top of my head. There are certain ones that's, that are my favorites that stick you know, in my mind, but a lot of even killer ones like the one from Drowned. That comes to mind as a good one, but I haven't listened to it. I don't know why. It's just what happens, I guess. There's not enough time. Right. And so that being said, there, there's going to be so so many so many things we don't get to this year that are brand new that want to talk about. It's just what it's going to be. But um, yeah, we talked about this last week after we recorded our previous episode, uh, just where we recommend an album to the other, something that we liked. And... Just have it be like almost like a challenge. Shake something up. 
throw something that you may or may not like, but that is worth giving another look to or a look at all, right? Yeah. So for this one, I, we're going to be doing a band that I know you don't really like or maybe haven't given them a chance. I, I know that when you mentioned this band that you said you didn't really like the vocals. So, yeah, open mind kind of thing. <laughs> With this in mind, I've suggested to you Blessing in Disguise by Metal Church. Now, like I said, I know you don't yeah. know much about these guys. Admittedly, they're not like oh, no, I do. in my favorite bands list or and although I think like this album, Blessing in Disguise, is a very, very good album, it's not really in my top list either. So I'm not like throwing this at you like, oh man, these are the best guys ever. But just to shake it up a little bit. No, you know? dude. This is something you listen to when you were probably like 13 years old or something. Oh, so it left yeah. an impression on you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some kid at school turned me on to these guys. It was around um, when they released The Dark, their second album in 86. Right. So I was I was like probably 10. Uh, it was the same time I was really enjoying some of the Def Leppard, like On Through the Night. And uh, what was the other one? Pyromania. I was just going to say um, High and Dry and Pyromania and On Through the Night. Those three albums, dude, I played those to death, man, when I was growing up. On Through the Night is one of my favorite albums of rock. Like it, I call it hard rock now. At the time, it was heavy metal. But one of my favorites, man. That's a killer oh, sure, album. It was heavy. Oh, it's all three of those albums. Yeah. So this album came around the same time that I was enjoying, when I heard them anyways, like Def Leppard, like I said, and I was starting to get my mind blown by Master of Puppets, which was mind-blowing, like I said, at the time. These guys are what? It's pretty much just power metal, right? Speed metal kind of? little thrash in there? Uh, yeah. It's when I, when I got about halfway through it and I was going insane, um, I thought to myself, <laughs> this is kind of... This, this is kind of like the first, um, what's that? What's uh, Seven Angel, not Seven Dust, but um, the other one, Avenge Sevenfold. Avenge Sevenfold. This is kind of like the first Avenge Sevenfold. Yeah, because there are parts of this that are some cool riffs and everything. Little, little you know, breaks and, and, and bridges and things like that. They're that fucking killer. Or, you know, there could be a really good riff for the chorus or verse or whatever. But that guy's voice fucking kills it for me, dude. It's so bad. For me, I mean, it's that's like me and Rush, <laughs> Giddy Lee's vocal. I know I can't stand. you like to go, you, yeah. Uh, the other vocalist I can't stand in that sort of like it for me, it was a, kind of the same sort of music. Was a uh, you know, there was like Fog Hat and UFO and uh, Rush, and um, what was the other one? There was another one too. It's just oh, Sticks, yeah, Sticks, which is like god, I, I fucking hate those vocals so much, but I, I like Rush. I just like his vocals so much I can't listen to Rush. But oh, I don't I don't listen to him every day or every week or every year really. But when I hear him, I like him. Um, but this guy's vocals are just so generic, almost hair metal. Yeah, like late '80s sort of hair metal. Yeah, and it just bugs me. Interesting. It severely detracts from the music for me. The vocals do. Hmm. Big time. Yeah, it detracts big time. You didn't, so there was nothing you liked about it? I mean, I threw it at you because I thought, you know, you should give it a listen. Admittedly, it was because I've been listening to it the last couple of weeks off and on. But yeah, there was nothing, nothing good about it really to you. You couldn't, you couldn't, you struggled through it. 
and your kid when you first heard it so there's some cool parts of it so you listen to it over so you come back now and you know the song so it's cool it's reminiscing it's yeah, it's a good I thing so. if you yeah to totally doesn't mean it's any good <laughs> oh i don't know i think like the first like half or two-thirds of the album are really good the, the last few tracks really drop off big time that's where it gets bad for me even even all this time later I thought the first half of the album was painful. And there were some parts of the second half that, that I actually were kind of enjoyed. And then that guy starts singing again. And <laughs> that, that, that like nine minute ballad dude destroyed oh, yeah. me. Just, oh, oh yeah, yeah. God, this is fucking murdering me. This is musical murder. Now I'd hate to talk shit, but you know what? There's gotta be some sort of like, uh, um, uh, you know, it's been enough time where it's fine. It's, it's not a big deal to say that you know, this is like, painful to listen to it really was but i gave it a faithful i gave it, a, gave faithful it a faithful listen, listen? i did yeah. i did and it's been 33 years so i can say it you know it's not that good i don't know hey man admittedly it, at this time when they were doing this I, even i was was into much heavier and faster music but i don't know man i like to me at the time i really liked that one track uh track three unsound mind which is based off the telltale heart from edgar Allan poe i always thought that song was pretty cool but yeah, I, I guess I, I clearly like it more than you. You don't like it at all, which is fine. I just wanted you to give it a listen. But I've I've heard this stuff back when I was like eighteen, six. Well, the first one, the first one I heard was in '86. I don't think any of my friends or myself had it or listened to it. But that was the dark. That's the, the one dark. That I first heard. The dark. Yeah. Yeah. Me. Me too. And I I heard it at the time, you know. And I remember just going, "Oh man, so close. Not there. Nope. You know, because yeah, we we're into like Master Puppets and and yeah, all those yeah. other heavier much heavier kind of sound against and the vocals, but the vocals, man, it's just, and some of the, some of the changes when they, it just sounds so radio and weak and it's just like thin, you know, it's like, Oh man, this is a six minute song. What the fuck? This album's almost, a, <laughs> this album's almost an hour long. Is it really? What is it? It's a, it's like 55, 54, 39. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh. This came out, this album, Blessing in Disguise came out in 89. 89 so, I, mean, I, yeah. I mean, Metallic was already doing their thing. You sure. know, Megadeth was, had, had, uh, was just about to release friggin' one of the top metal, thrash metal albums ever. And in your defense, in your defense, you're seven years younger than me, so your mind is a little more pliable to different things, I think. I was, I was already locked into that heavy thrash sound, you know? Yeah. And hardcore. Sure. And hardcore dukes. Yeah. So... So thanks for shitting all over my childhood. Okay. <laughs> my inner, so, my inner uh, 13 year old's crying right now. Right. Whenever you need a hand, call on me. I'll give you a finger. No, dude, seriously. This, this album, I, I understand why you probably liked it at the time, but it's not the vocals. The vocalist just kills it. Unlike the next band that, that I listened to to death uh, came out in 1988. And that is Wargasm. Why play around? With a question mark. Yep. It's a little long as well. Yeah, this album I actually love. I love this album. But again, I had it at the time. I know the songs, listening to it for over 30 years. So I have that nostalgic sort of feel when I, when I listen to this album. But I will say that since this album first came out, I've listened to it at least once or twice a year since, no matter what. There's a few albums like that. Well, this album came out a year before Metal Church's Blessing in Disguise album we just talked about. And even a year before, Orgasm was doing something heavier and faster than what Metal Church was doing. I mean, a lot, a lot of guys were. I mean, you're already getting into 
by that time thrash is well on its way and the early death metal thing was already happening you know yep i think it's it was interesting it's interesting to, when you bring up the, the idea of nostalgia because certain things are just like undoubtedly good right you know i think that someone who liked or likes you know ride the lightning for example isn't going to be like you know later on oh, what was i thinking ride the lightning was shit right if you didn't like that music that's right. one thing but yeah i guess i never really thought about the whole nostalgia aspect oh sure so why did you suggest this album to me because uh because i love it and i think we were texting one night and you brought this up and I thought to myself, what would be a good album to throw at him, right? And I had a few albums in mind. And I just put this on and started listening to it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm sending this to him. Because I know all the songs and everything. But it's just, it was a perfect moment to listen to it. And I, I just sat there and listened to the entire album while I laid in bed with the lights off going to bed. <laughs> and I, I didn't go to sleep. I just laid there listening to it. And I was like, oh, this is a, this is, I remember this being just this good. You know what I mean? Mm. These guys are, it's thrash, straightforward thrash. Very are from Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah. And one thing I when I looked him up just to learn about him a little bit, it was interesting that they were playing as overkill in their beginning years. Did you know that? Or did you know anything about that? Was there a, a drama or anything? I... Never heard that ever. Huh. I've never heard that. That's that's news to me. That's that's weird. From eighty two to eighty five, they were playing as overkill. So pretty early. So, I mean, hmm, yeah, but I wonder, maybe because Overkill started in like 1980 or something, they already had yeah, they had trademarked it or something. or something, and they just something, yeah, yeah. But I thought that was interesting. yeah, I didn't know that. Wow, yeah, that's, that's very interesting. interesting. They started playing in 1986 as Orgasm, and mm -hmm. they were active until about 96 when they. For all intents and purposes, just disbanded and stopped playing shows. Though I guess they played a couple of one-off shows as well after that. And they put out one more album a couple of years later that was pretty substandard. I don't know if they even they probably didn't tour for it at all. Like you know, like you said, they just did a few shows here and there. You suggested this one because you thought I would like it, or just trying to shake yeah. me up, or what were you what were you going at when you suggested it? This is one of the albums I listened to growing up, and this is what I want you to hear that I listened to growing up. That's all it was, and it's a good album. I love this album. Okay. So you weren't trying to challenge me or anything like that, like I was you. No, I wanted you to like it. Oh, oh I, I see what I you're doing now. I wasn't trying to, to make <laughs> you listen what... to something you didn't like. You did, and you won. You wasted an hour of my life. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> No man, I like I said, I I, I still listen to the album. Now I know, guys. no, now I know, now I know exactly what I'm gonna make you listen to next time that I I listened to growing up. That I know you're gonna go, oh my god, no! Well, I wasn't trying to torture you. <laughs> oh, I love that. I was trying to challenge you. I like I well, said, you give you. I was under the impression that you never gave metal church a chance and that you just like oh i heard maybe you had a whim and you'd heard them oh these fucking guys because that's how i would have been if i was seven years older than i was at the time you know what i mean because i would have already moved on right when the dark came out it was 1986 and that's kind of the very beginning of mtv and when I, you're a teenager at that time when it first came out you watch videos all the fucking time right and that was one metal church was one of the only anything heavy 
that they ever played, you know? So I knew a few songs and didn't particularly like them, but those were songs I would listen to and not change the channel because it was fucking, you know, Flock of Seagulls or Culture Club or something. But I see. Yeah, so I've heard them. And then, and then I heard someone ha- had a tape or something of it and we put it in, listen to it, and we're like, all of us were like, ah. And that was the dark, right? And it's yeah. like, we didn't even give it one listen. We just couldn't do it, you know? Uh, have you ever heard of a band called Helix? H E L I X? It sounds familiar. From the mid 80s. And I bought their first album and it was the same kind of thing where I put it in and I was just like, oh, God. I think I, I struggled through it a couple of times. And it just went on my tape deck and I never listened to it again because it was just that kind of so. Oh, and uh, Grim Reaper, too. See you in hell. The first album. Yeah, the, the same thing. It's just like it's kind of weak. I'm just kind of weak. That's all, you know. Well, you know, it's weak funny sound. because this is probably sacrilege to some people, especially because, you know, Gene Hoagland is who he is in the metal world. But I could I felt that way about Dark Angel. I just couldn't get into those guys. I had a couple of their tapes and I really I mean, I would listen to them try to give it a chance but i never got into it me neither i had their first tape and i tried a couple times and it just sat there too i think one of my friends actually took that tape because i didn't like it so yeah well going back to this one why play around like i said it's straight up thrash i feel like the vocals really weren't what i would normally gravitate towards and that's why i thought maybe you threw that one at me but it's got some good riffs. I do have a few tracks, a couple tracks that stand out to me. Track two, Revenge. That's a great one. Now, yeah. I think I think you may have played that for me before. And I definitely recommend I have. something that you played while warming up, like doing the drum parts to it and stuff like the that. Drum, yeah, because yeah. I, I played that for you. The beginning part has those weird signatures where he does it on like the three and then the five and then the seven. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, yeah, that's the part exact, I'm referring to. Yeah. yeah, it's like, you know what I mean? And then it gets longer and longer, you know? It's really yeah. cool. So I recognize that one. Um, I really liked, I did like track six quite a bit, Sudden Death. I thought the main riff in that one was pretty good. Yeah. Those are probably my two favorites. There were a couple of tracks that made me like go, hmm? Uh, one of them... Look, Cuckoo's awesome. Don't even fucking bag on that. I love that. I can play that over and over and over. It's awesome. No, not that one. I wanted to know what the deal with Merritt's girlfriend was, the 48-second <laughs> track five. That's awesome. I, wanted, uh, I was like, what's the story behind that? There must have been some story, you know? Of course there was a story, but who knows what it was. I interpreted it, I interpreted it like one of their friend's girlfriends is a psycho bitch. Yeah, who knows? She was in. She was there and was bitching and complaining, and so they did something for her because she was sick of the metal. Who knows? Something made me wonder. But hey, track four, the undead. Is it me or is there a Rictus grin riff in there? The part after the lead. Did I, oh did I did I unintentionally rip off another band? Oh, or shit. maybe they ripped you off. Oh shit! Well, that's all about the same time. Maybe it's coincidence. Oh, I got to listen to it again. Why would I have never heard that? Maybe that's why I like this band so damn much. Weird. Maybe. The song Orgasm, dude, is badass. Revenge is badass, and that song Orgasm are the best best parts. Orgasm is long, though, 917. It's almost like two songs put together, or three songs put together. The first part is so different than it, yep. later on. It goes fast for me, though. It's a great song. Uh, so what was the downfall, downfall of this album? 
other than uh, no, I thought it was a good album, man. I mean, you can, knowing me, you could probably see why I never really listened to them in general because it's not really the vocals I go towards. But I mean, it's definitely one that I'm glad that you played for me. Now having the connection of that one, like I said, the track "Revenge." Now I kind of that has a little context there. Yeah, yeah, I have played it for you. What was interesting is that when I was listening to it, because it got it. At first, I was like, okay, I think the vocals might be a little challenge. And I knew that you said that the Metal Church's guys' vocals were a little challenge for you. So I thought maybe when I suggested that one, you threw back that one at me to challenge me on vocals. I like that. I like that guy's vocals for Orgasm. He's very he's very unassuming. Yeah. I, you know me, dude. I, I think... You want... I know. But he, more and so he's kinda, than you. And he's kind of nasally. But dude... It's kinda, guy, and it's pretty clean clean vocals you know yeah but he's leagues i mean not like technically better than the guy from metal church as far as a singer an actual singer is concerned the dude from metal church metal church is actually singing and this guy is just kind of talking you know but it's not that yeah yeah but it's not that nasally or it's not that like overly like just ah i don't know just kind of bugged me i guess well one thing that that i was reminded of by this by listening to this album it was today actually as i was making a couple errands, running a couple errands is something that this album does a couple of times pretty well. And it just reminded me, uh, one of the reasons I like thrash There's this thing about it where, you know, it's fast, it's aggressive and all that stuff. And, but sometimes Slayer does it well. Uh, there's a lot of other bands that do it well. This band, uh, Wargasm does it well on this album is when you think like, okay, it's going, the song's building up. You think this is the time where it's going to like drop down now? It just takes, it amps up even more, one more level. It's like the analogy I made, like the feeling I had was, you know, if you're in the mosh pit and you're going, you feel like you're going to die because you're so tired. You're trying to get out. <laughs> and then like they push you back in and you're like, oh God, and you're like, you've got to go. And it just ramps up and it get builds. Yeah. I just feel like when you'd expect it to go down to like the logical like resolution, it picks it up. Yeah. Up at that, level. It does that a lot. And it is very repetitive, but the it's really hooky repetition for me. Like, you know, the, the you know, bullets and blades, the tools of your trade. It repeats that part over and over, but it's really catchy. And I liked it. The songs, a couple of them are a little bit on the long side for me, you know, and it's what it's like 44 minutes or 45 minutes or something. But it always goes fast for me. I love this album. The last I would say the last song on each side, like when you have a tape or a record. I'd say the last song on each side for me was the weakest song. But other than that, I love the album. I could see that. Yeah, there. I think it was actually Merritt's Girlfriend that would have been the end of that first side because after whatever it does, then it like has just a, like 30 seconds or 20 seconds of just empty noise. Yeah, just empty at the end. Oh, and the sound of that little girl, you know, and she's like saying something. It's, it's kind of weird. Yeah. And uh, I I love Le Cuckoo, though, that thing where the guy's just plucking on the guitar and you hear the bass, like an acoustic bass in the background. And it's like only two minutes long. But, dude, I could, I could like put that on a loop and just listen to it over and over. It's so addictive. I love that. Yeah, so this is, I'm glad that we, you suggested this one to me. Sounds like I had a much better result than you did listening to Metal Church. But, hey, I was under the impression you'd never heard them. You just, like, never got into them, never had a chance. And so I thought I'd throw it at you. And like I said, I grew up. Not grew up listening to it. Like I said, it wasn't like they're not in my top albums or top bands or anything, but I like that album. But maybe it is the nostalgia. It is. 
And and I knew that you had heard a couple of the songs from that when we used to practice at the old house, you know, when we had our own little area for all those years. And I would play it sometimes to practice, like you said. So I knew you heard it at least a couple of songs. And I just wanted to push it on you again. That's all it was, really. But now now I know the the intent of your insidious idea to just challenge to truly truly challenge each other's nerve endings and patience. No, it's not. It's not a malicious thing. Oh no, I get it now. And I got the next one. I got the next one. You suggest the top hit best hits of Rush next time around, huh? Maybe should we let do you have another album ready to go for me? Uh I don't actually. Okay. I was gonna say maybe we should let the audience in on what we're gonna listen to over the next week. And as we're both critiquing it, they could critique it too. I would love it if someone would would respond what they thought about either well, just, of these albums just the experience of listening though knowing which one we're going to review hey i'm going to check it out with these guys because they're now listening to this right and then as we're reviewing it they're going to go over in their head what they think too and then agree or disagree could make it kind of fun let's do that pick an album quickly right now i can't pick an album right now <laughs> i can pick this one wasn't out. something that i thought of like you know religiously or go like ahead. it was Could bring it on bring it on like um you know, like Culture Club's album or or something that you no, listen to. No, we gotta stick to we gotta stick to metal. Okay, all right, we'll stick to metal. Stick I got mine. Metal. I got mine to give you. <laughs> oh, I don't think I have one because uh, 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 there's a lot of good things I listen to. I only listen to good things. Ian. Oh, I see. Now you want to back out? <laughs> Is that what's going on here? No, I just couldn't. I would have to think about something to challenge You're you. You're afraid with. I'm gonna plan an hour of your time wasted? Okay. <laughs> No, no, it was it was okay. I it, it was it was painful. It was painful. It's okay, I, man. You're not hurting my feelings. You know? I only gave it one listen. We're just doing one listen, right? Oh, I listen. I'm giving it three every time, dude. That's a, if I'm gonna analyze. Oh no, I can't do three of well, metal you churches. Have to. Oh, oh, okay. Well, be honest though. If it's something so bad, you only you could get through it once. Just say so. But yeah, I could only get through look, this one. Look. I could only get through it once, dude. That's okay. I'm not trying to torment you. Like I said. Uh, there is one album I don't I don't recall it, and if you do, don't don't mention it because it's. But you had t- it was an album that you suggested recently, and I texted you shortly after and said I can't make it through it once. Oh yeah, so I get it, and there's nothing wrong with that. You're not hurting my feelings, you know. There's not anything okay. like that. Okay, I, I want to know. I forget what album. If you remember, say it now and then bleep it right here. What is it? Oh, that's that's gonna sound so wrong. Okay, um, I'll find something though. Uh, I have to go and and start looking at things like that. You know, I like I like the idea of saying a week ahead of time what we're gonna listen to though. I I think that's an interesting idea. You should think about that. Well, I need to think a little more than about about something that would challenge you like that. But we could, if you want, we could just roll with that idea of telling them what we're gonna do next week and just decide on an album right now. It could be new. There's a lot of good new good stuff, man. That's an interesting idea. Okay, which one do you want to do next week? For everyone, well, everyone, everyone out there, you have to listen to this as well. Which one? Three, you have to do it three times. They can just listen to it once, but it would be preferably just, three times. Yeah, you got to be with us on this. But once is good. Once is good, yeah.
So we're changing things up like wildly today. Not only are we not doing re- album reviews. We haven't gotten to a Space Race Part 2 at all. Huh? We haven't gotten to the Space Race Part 2 at all. Let's do that next week. Yeah, let's do it next week. We'll do <laughs> it. Having too much fun just talking about music. <laughs> I know this will be the. We'll call this. Um, we'll call this. What do you call it when there's a uh, an intermission? Call this intermission, dude. <laughs> intermission part part one or something. Because <laughs> it's going to split up the space race thing big time. Intermission to space race. Let the power of metal compel you. So I guess we're cha- really changing things up this week. Not only are we are we challenging each other with some albums from the early days but we're also uh once again skipping the the planned topic and we're also going to tell the listeners what we're going to review next week so what are we going to be listening to next week for this next week ian that everyone else can follow along with at home uh it's a it's a band from texas called tribal gaze i'd never heard of these guys till i saw this album and uh the album is pretty dang heavy it's called the nine choirs and I, I think I'm going to enjoy this. Well, man, well, let's uh, wrap it up. Something different this week. You know, somebody's got to go with the flow. Yep. So Dan and I only listened to a little chunk of, of the beginning of the first song and decided this is this is worth listening to all the way through. And you got to listen to it with us. And when you hear us rate it next week, we'll see what you think. And then we'll do Space Race Part 2, uh, Part 3. We'll do Space Race Part 3 next week. Sounds great. All right. Then we're good. I'll see you. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone.